We will need eyes to see. to get you barbara welcome to the launch pill boys i'm one of the hosts tj harkness along with our esteemed co-host <laughs> justin i can't figure out where my plumbus went burton i'm steamed mm. yep. the steamy co-host mm. and skylar there is no dana only zool wood bingo <laughs> I like how you were. <laughs> oh fuck! I wait every time for my like my introduction to change ever, but nope. No. When you find I something like it. good, you go with it. I haven't Burton's. I keep changing because it. I haven't found one that quite fits him yet. Oh, you're searching. You're searching there's not for much the. That, so there's not much that fits inside me. <laughs> I said I there's not much that doesn't fit inside of you. I just watched two Loose. Rice Krispie treats fit inside you pretty fucking easy. <laughs> oh man, they were they were just what the doctor ordered. Dude, your cheeks puffed <sighs> out big time. <laughs> medicinal medicinal Rice Krispies. Oh, that was mainly for your torture. Oh, I'll say I haven't seen somebody's mouth that full since I got a blowjob from that whore over in uh, Chinatown. Huh? Is that a midget? Was that a dream? Both. <laughs> a dream about a midget whore from Chinatown. Back they got Chinatown. They got a Chinatown area in Fort Wayne. Nope. <laughs> no. No. I, I sort of so. set up some boxes and some string lights, and then threw a walk out there. Oh, I thought you were say there were some cats in the boxes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's... Burton. Speaking of that, me and Skyler, in school, right down the road from us. There was a Chinese restaurant, just no more than like a quarter of a mile. And it was cheap. And I liked it. It wasn't like super good, but it was good enough, you know. It was a buffet, right? It was a, it wasn't, yeah, it had a it was buffet. It a great wall. China Buffet. Oh, wait, it was a China, it was a China Buffet? Or was it, it was Great Chinese, Wall? It was a Chinese buffet. But I called it China Buffet. Indianapolis, they, they're really not known for being creative with their fucking Chinese buffet names. Why do you need to be creative? Do they have lo mein? Do they have some Rangoons? I mean, I always like going to Chinese restaurants because I love eating pussy. So. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> and you just hear it sizzling. Mm. <laughs> Special today. <laughs> That's why I usually go to Jake's house. <laughs> Wait. Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know. No. But, all right. So how are you guys doing, though? Mm, decent. Nice. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Very decently nice. Decent and nice, all in good. Sitting out here listening to the crickets. Kind of regretting sitting outside. It's a little, uh, it's a little humid out. I'd yep. say it's quite humid out to be sitting there on the outside yeah. land. The I'm balls are probably wetting. soaking wet. And I've got this. Can't see it, but this uh, mosquito bite on my wrist that looks like a fucking say, boil. Almost. Say the, God, the skeeters growing. are gonna fucking get you too. Yeah, I'm fucked. You're gonna get monkeypox. 
Fucked here, boys. Monkey COVID uh, Is that how you get it from a skeeter? I don't think so, but... Skeeters I think it's are... sexually, sexually transmitted. I think I have heard that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I just jizzed on a uh, tissue not too long ago. I wonder if it's got monkey pox now. The tissue? Well. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I love the silence. <laughs> <laughs> just processing what you said. I have the same towel that I've been using for months. Oh, Jesus, shit. Burton. <laughs> you hold it up and it's like just stiff. Looks like a two by four. Just You hit it on the table and it's like. It's <laughs> sort of like the towels you would leave in your locker during football season. Oh, man. I, I never jerked off during football season. No, I didn't say you had to jerk off. It's like one of those towels. <laughs> well, okay, I can't say I never jerked off at football. Cause... Wait. Wait. What? what? While playing football? Or yeah. practicing yeah, like, football? Like third and ten, I'd just get so hard. Burton's blocking, got his hand down his pants and jerking it. I don't wanna like I don't wanna I don't want I don't wanna block this guy, coach. He's got his he's jerking off. I got false starts so many times. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that's I think that's P E, isn't it? Isn't that premature? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was uh, yeah. 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 I was always first and three, first and four sometimes. You know what I'm saying? God bless Scalf. <laughs> yep. Yep. Today we're going to be doing something a little bit different. Um, to sort of get us in the fall spirit a few weeks early, I figured we would basically comb the internet for like a good spoopy story and talk about it. Can you do the Crypt Keepers laugh and smack your cheeks? I don't remember how the Crypt Keeper died. <laughs> that. Sorry. That was a thing. Yeah, I think you thing. did it for me. That was good. That was a thing. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Bingo. Oh, man. But, yeah, so each of us found a, a good story with some good sleem behind it. So just sit back, relax, <clears throat> smoke them if you got them. Smoke a J, have a drink, put some poppers in your butthole. Put another cat on the stove, prepare that coffee. Mm. Mm, ask Grandma what she's doing. Grandma. Don't, wa- don't wait, Grandma. <laughs> Grandma. Grandma, I'm trying to masturbate. Oh. The first story revolves around a family named the Martin family. And they had some real fucking shitty luck. In 2005, Mm. Eric Martin, the father, was working in a paper mill in Maine. Eric, who had worked there for 20 plus years, same mill. Uh, While Eric was fucking around at work, he slipped a disc and really fucked up his back. This left Eric unable to work. Shelly, who was his wife at home, wasn't working at the time. You know? deadbeat. Well, so with Eric being down and money being tighter than a constipated man's asshole, Shelly had to start looking for a job. With Also, with less money coming in each week, the family also had to downsize their home. Shelly found a job in her hometown of Palmyra, Maine. <laughs> Not Palmyra, Indiana, trust me. Oh, I got all excited. <laughs> when I first read the story, I was like, oh, fuck, this happened in Indiana? <laughs> Can I oh! see... 
Paul Myra M.E. And I'm like, Paul Myra me? <laughs> but no, that's Wait, Bane. That's <laughs> <laughs> just me being stupid. But, um, so the family moved to Paul Myra. So also in his family is Shelly, Eric, Chelsea Martin, which is the daughter. She's 15, I think. Sean Martin, who is the son. And at the time, he was about 22. Also in this lovely tale is a Nathan, Nathan Harth, who is Chelsea's boyfriend, or was Chelsea's boyfriend at the time. They're currently married, between 18 and 19 years old. Before we get started, I want to state that I took... <laughs> yeah, that fucking citronella is really working. <laughs> now I'm itching. <laughs> we call that crabs, Burton. Oh. It's only on my balls, though. I get crabs on my tongue. Mm, you're crabs. <laughs> why are you looking? Why are you looking toilet seats? You know, it just the man's got to do what a man's got to do. <laughs> you get crabs of the ear because if you stick your ear up to a toilet seat, you can hear the ocean. No, you hear a guy next door shitting. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those uh, cans attached by string. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can hear a guy on the other side of the building shitting. I think someone's trying to give me a secret message. Is that Morse code? <laughs> yes. I think that was a T. <laughs> short, short, long, short, long, short. <laughs> so, I actually took time to look up this family and try to confirm their story a little bit. I was able to confirm that the Martin family had lived at an address about three miles away from town in Palmyra. They moved there at the exact same time that the story says they did. They also moved away at the exact same time that the story says they moved. I was able to confirm all their uh, birthdays. Uh, yeah. So, like, I put a little bit of research into it, was actually able to confirm some shit, which was pretty cool, which only goes to maybe make help out with a little bit of the validity of the story. The family moved into an older farmhouse on the outside of town. <clears throat> Prior to the event we're going to talk about, the family had lived in a home for a few months. I think maybe a year, I think. But the home was surrounded by cornfields and beyond that was really dense woods. The front of the house hmm. So, according to the website phantomsandmonsters.com that's also where you'll see jake's bigfoot porn <laughs> the martin family was a family of hunters with a good collection of guns apparently shelly had a stick up her ass regarding guns and wouldn't allow eric to bring them in the house um, it was recalled when they first moved in there eric's like well these are going here she's like nope get those things out there into the garage or the you barn chain you chain those things up in the yard <laughs> you make sure you put one of them chokers on that shotgun we don't want it getting loose it's got bird shot the family locked up their uh, guns in the, in the barn and actually what had happened was the son Sean um, came over and helped uh, Eric build an actual box for it that had a lock on it <clears throat> which later, you know, was sort of a shitty decision. But Eric and Shelly would typically drink coffee, 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 
coffee later in the evening on a covered porch. Provided it wasn't too cold out. Drinking coffee at night? Hey, I've... My stepmom does it, actually. Yeah. It can be decaf. Well, I mean, a lot of older folks used to do that. Like, after supper, like, with the... Yeah, sometime with dessert, they'll eat coffee with pie, or drink coffee with pie. Mmm. That does sound delicious. <clears throat> they would sit out there, and one night, it was either April or May of 2006, they noticed strange pulsating lights down past the field right on the edge of the field and the woods mm-hmm. and she said like it was a a series like it wasn't it didn't look like it was somebody it would just like go out go back on go back out so they didn't think it was like some corn people having a rave well eric yelled for sean to come to the porch and they both like uh you know it's a poacher both eric and fucking sean stated that they didn't feel right at that time uh, they didn't go into explanation why they didn't feel right. They just said it felt really unnatural. Hmm. So Eric and Sean headed out into the field to investigate. As they approached the woods, the light in the woods, the lights, like, cause so they got within like 150 yards, so halfway into the field, and the lights just went out. They didn't see anybody. They got closer to the woods, and Eric told Sean, you go around, almost like flanking them, and let's see if we can catch these poachers. So Sean walked around. Both of them had their flashlights off. And the only thing they found was, uh, well, they ran into each other, basically. They said it was, at that time, though, it was so quiet, like you couldn't hear uh, any birds or anything. And they said, like, even, like, when you step on a branch, it would sort of almost, like, echo. Echo, 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 echo. Eric (laughs) did state that he felt something... (laughs) Like, beyond fear. Like, he said he'd never felt anything like this, even when hunting. Like, big game. And they didn't find any prints in the dirt or any, like, separation of the high grass around the area. So they went back up on the the porch and basically forgot about it. So, I mean, but their buttholes were, like, tight. They were tight. You're not getting in. You're not getting out. <laughs> That's how tight it was. <laughs> no, that wasn't tight. That wasn't a tight sound. <laughs> that was a high and tight sound. No, I, I would if 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 air could pass through the tightness of their buttholes, it would be inaudible. Only dogs could hear it. <laughs> Sorry, I moved. I moved my chair and it made a weird noise. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah. just like yeah. at the beginning of last episode. Yeah. I think your chair needs to get his asshole checked out. Probably. Possibly. I'm going to the chiropractor next week. <laughs> For your farts? <laughs> Doc? <laughs> okay. I gotta get my butthole realigned. What do I do? <laughs> well, yeah, look at this here. You got your buttholes out of alignment. <laughs> we can snap that back in right now. Here. <laughs> I told my boss the other day I had to go to the gynecologist. <laughs> and she stand, stood there and just looked at me like I was fucking stupid. Because uh, that's probably what she was thinking. She's like, God. I hired well, him. No, well, no, it was our new director who's only been there maybe six months as a wow. supervisor. Wow. And she just sat there and looked at me like, what the fuck did he just say? And so I go, okay, bye. <laughs> 
So a month maybe passed. Not even maybe a month. And Chelsea's boyfriend, Nathan, came down, you know, to get some stink on his hang low. Fucking Nathan. Sneak out the cornfield. Little forbidden kernel love. <laughs> Dude, corn makes excellent sex toys. Yeah, you got all sorts of st- you got tassels and, the, you know, cob and. Yep. And bugs and grubs and. Oh. You, you put a little butter on that thing and it slides right up there. <laughs> That's why they call it butter. <laughs> okay. Oh, so. <laughs> so, like I said, Nathan came down and I'm. I first thought when I read that, like, oh, they're going to go in the woods and fuck. So, Chelsea and Nathan went into the woods to walk. <laughs> they also brought their dogs with them. So the dogs, while being walked, caught the scent of something else and ran ahead. Eventually, Chelsea and Nathan caught up with them, found the dogs rooting around the ground. Like, Burton with our sound effects. It's Burton, the folly artist. But there's like a mound. Mm. Okay, so if people, I wish people could see this. So Skyler <laughs> is now hanging citronella leaves off of him like he's a citronella Christmas tree. Uh, I'm going to start making a necklace, braid these things into a necklace, then I'm going to wear it around my head. Are they actually so it's helping? A, not a necklace. I don't know. I haven't been bitten for a few minutes here. You're like. The mosquito god. Anti-mosquito. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a crown of citronella, and I'm gonna sit on my throne of fucking uh, mosquito mosquitoes. bodies. Yeah, just have whelps with blood <laughs> pouring out of them. <laughs> so the dogs found this mound of dirt, and uh, the mound of dirt had like moss and branches placed on it, almost looked like attempting to hide it. And there's also this perfectly circular hole. Like, sort of in the side of it. They said it was big enough, like, the dogs could fit in into it. Maybe a person. Hmm. So, Nathan got real close, looked inside of it, and stated that it was, like, a big den underneath that mound, sort of into the ground. So, Nathan then thought he heard growling. He became uneasy and told Chelsea, we need to get the fuck out of here. Woof, woof. <clears throat> so, they went back home. Nothing was really said after that point. Which is weird. If you think you hear growling coming from the fucking ground, I would more than likely I'd go get my shotgun and go back. That was an angry hole. (laughs) The hole was angry that day. Did you pay the toll? Yeah, that must have been the troll toll hole. (laughs) He should have put his wainer in there. Yeah. Yep. I don't (laughs) think this is like one of them... uh, What's it called? Uh, glory holes that you find down in Chinatown, Fort Wayne. <laughs> that hole sounds like my wife when I pull my dick out. It wasn't growling. It was gurgling. It was gagging. It was like, <laughs> oh, the lights work. Memorial Day weekend is sort of when the shit really hit the fan. Shelly was settling down with her evening coffee when she noticed that the dogs refused to get out of their pen. They're jumping all, or they're not wanting to go out. And usually the dogs are just fucking trying to get out as fast as they can. So Shelly felt that something was off because of the dogs and she placed the dogs in the house. Eric also stated that he felt really weird 
that evening. It was quiet outside. There were no animal sounds, no birds, no crickets, no assholes. Hmm. What about mosquitoes? Nope. I don't know. They didn't mention. Oh, the mosquito population was quite fine today. Hmm. Hey, you think if a mosquito hmm. bites a werewolf and then it bites hmm. you, that you become a werewolf? I, th- I think that only works, like, for... I don't know what the fuck I was going to say. Or does the mosquito become a werewolf? <laughs> the mosquito, yes. It's a, yes. It's a mosquito. Man, this, Were mosquito. This, this mosquito is... It's, it looks like a tiny scary. wolf. Yeah, that's pretty terrifying. Or like if a mosquito... <laughs> what, DJ? He keeps coming up to my arm and penetrating me several times. <laughs> going, Rawr! Why does this mosquito have a red rocket? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> also, besides the animals and assholes not making any noises, it was mistier than a Stephen King novel outside. Mm. They get pretty misty. It was moist. 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 <laughs> yep, that's a Stephen King novel. The moist. Yeah. <laughs> the moist. <laughs> that is pretty terrifying. Yeah, the word is moist. Trouble. The word yeah. is troubling. <laughs> so, both of them like sat down on the porch and they began to joke around about just how quiet it was and how scary it was that night. So then Eric heard an odd sound in the distance out on the other side of the field. Now, Eric was no fool. He, you know, had that feeling like somebody was watching him. Um, I've heard it described by hunters, like say if they're hunting and they feel like uh, they're being hunted themselves, like by a mountain lion or something like that. It's almost like an evolutionary response. I always feel like Have you guys heard about somebody's that? watching me. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, you have that feeling sometimes you get, like, I don't know, somehow you know someone's watching you, and then they are. I don't know. Yeah, it's sometimes weird. sometimes I have this feeling when I'm in the woods, like something's watching me, like I'm being hunted sometimes. Like it's <laughs> watching you jerk off in the woods. Yeah, like sometimes when my pants are off, I just feel like everyone's watching, and then I realize that I'm in the Walmart parking lot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Bart, this is the third time this weekend. Mop that shit up off the ground. (laughs) You're going to run that car tire off. (sighs) But no, like, seriously, I looked it up, and they, like, they said, like, that feeling's like an evolutionary response from during, like, hunter-gatherers. Hmm. So this dude felt this, and uh, he just he felt really uneasy. So Eric tried to get his wife to go into the house. Shelly, not understanding what was happening, protested going inside, jerking her arm away from Eric, acting like a real bitch. Thank you. Yes. Yes. What a see you next Tuesday. But I mean that's typical. Like if somebody doesn't know something's happened, but the other person does. Yeah. Like June's done that before. Like somebody be fighting and we're walking past. She's like, what are they fighting about? And she says it real loud. And it's like, (laughs) fucking pay attention yourself. Because it happened one time. The guy goes, what the fuck? Mind your own business. I said, I am. We just kept walking. Sorry. (laughs) So she, she, she was, she was struggling. She was trying to take her inside. Yeah. And she was like, no. Yeah, like, and he grabbed her yeah. by the arm to try to help her, 
Yeah, because like, you're not. Fuck off me. Because if she's not freaked out, then why the fuck are you trying to pull me inside? Yeah. Get off me. Yeah. So this is when Eric and Shelly heard some rustling in the distance. Mm-hmm. You're like the, you're like the Pope of Citronella. I bless you. Not making mm-hmm. the the rustling sound. Oh, nice. So I'm rustling through the Citronella. <laughs> mm. So they looked in the direction uh-huh. where the sound they observed was coming from. And Shelly, she had like this big fucking spotlight that she kept outside on the porch. <laughs> she takes it. She's like, shine it. And you've seen like <clears throat> these five creatures sort of lift their heads up. No. And they had mm-hmm. like eye shine real bad like dogs. And she goes real loud. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> so right after she said that, Eric stated that the creatures began to charge the home. And they were fucking fast. <laughs> that was not the creatures masturbating. I'm sorry. We need to do a better job of making the sound of them running. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if some creature uh, that would be terrifying if some like creature came barreling toward me while also cranking his shaft. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I imagine him wearing like sweatpants, and you hear swoosh, 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 swoosh. Mm-hmm. He's swishing along. His loose cocks just flopping around side to side. <laughs> Jesus, is that a dick? It's got to be a dick, right? So the five creatures, like I said, were running towards the home fast as shit. Within two seconds, the creatures had almost made it halfway across the field, which was about 150 yards. Which is respectable. They should Damn, think about... Fast as fuck, boy. Think about trying out for the NFL. And with the address I found, I like was able to look at it. The distance is about 300 yards between them and the woods. Mm-hmm. And about or the 100... NBA, Skyler, so they could play in the Timberwolves. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yep. yep. We're just full <laughs> of dad jokes, aren't we? <laughs> so Shelly's seeing them running and she realized they're about to be fucked if they didn't get in the house because <laughs> they were jerking off and sprinted towards them yeah. they were, they were yeah, definitely going to be fucked reasonable, <laughs> reasonable to assume that there could have been some penetration happening ah, she just <laughs> falls down uh, she's like go inside <laughs> go inside honey I'll take one for the team look at the size of that dick <laughs> I'll take five of them for the team. Don't worry. Dude just comes back out to save his wife, and she's getting railed by five werewolves. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry, honey. I'll hold them off. She's, like, got three of them in her mouth. and <laughs> What? <laughs> so. This has turned into, a, this turned into the weirdest porno ever. <laughs> I just want to hear a werewolf ejaculate. <laughs> oh. Oh, God. I wonder if they have the vinegar stroke faces. That's actually how you get a werewolf to turn back into his human form. (laughs) (laughs) That post-nut clarity. (laughs) (laughs) So you need silver bullet or jerk him off. Those are your two options. (laughs) Well, I'm all out of bullets, so... Red rocket or silver bullet? Those are the only two. (laughs) They run toy, you just sort of pull down your pants and bend over. Wait, wait, wait. Don't eat me. Here's my ass. Come on, guys. Come on in. Oh. Oh, man. You'll definitely be a werewolf after that. (laughs) So they both ran into the house and began locking all the doors and windows. Shut, shut. Slap. Lock, lock. So Eric stated that 
like when they stood up and started running, goes, those aren't fucking bears. Because initially he was like, maybe they might be bears, you know? <laughs> bears don't jerk off like that while they're running. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I fucked a few bears in my day and they don't run like that. Hey, hey you. Bear fucker. <laughs> Do you need any assistance? <laughs> Eric also stated that the animals were way taller than a bear standing up on its hind legs. Hmm. Shelly would later describe the creatures as being dark, having dark brown fur, greenish yellow eyes, ears on the side of the head, almost like a, like the side towards the top. Oh, what's that damn dog? Like a German, pinch, not German Shepherd. Doberman. Yeah, like a Doberman. And uh, their backs were hunch-like. They uh, they had hair all over their body, but uh, around the body it appeared smooth. And the head appeared as if, quote, was unkempt. So they had messy bed hair, I'm guessing. Messy hair don't care. They had hair all over their body, except, uh, strangely enough, not in their pubic region. Right. Completely bare down there. They like to keep it (laughs) shaved. Hairless wolf cocks. (laughs) So they're also, she described them as being around seven to eight foot tall and having a dog-like muzzle. Hmm. Damn. I just had this thought that she like, quick, grab the Jif peanut butter. (laughs) (laughs) Get the Kong out of the freezer. (laughs) So Shelly went upstairs and started checking all the windows and turning out all the upstairs lights. Yeah, naturally, lights scare wolves away. So, well, that's why you turn them off. (laughs) (laughs) So Shelly entered Chelsea's room, the daughter, and and woke her up. Shelly's like, hey, I want you to see these motherfuckers out in the front yard. So, Shelly said, told Chelsea just to peek her head barely above the windowsill to look out. Chelsea looked out and observed five dog-like creatures in the gravel drive next to the house. All of them sitting down like dogs. Really big fucking dogs. <laughs> Sorry. I was going to keep... Now I've got the image, you know, the the painting of the dogs playing poker. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see that they're out, so they're out there playing poker in the driveway. Like, hey, guys, we just... Yeah. Waiting for one of these motherfuckers to screw up and come back outside. That's pretty much. <laughs> yeah. So, at one point, while they're looking, the creature stands up on its hind legs and looks right at Chelsea and Shelly. Chelsea, like her mom described it, being like seven, eight foot tall, uh, Chelsea and her mother sort of slump, like sunk down to the ground, and they looked at each other in surprise. Basically, the equivalent of the "what the fuck" look, along with "oops, I just shit my pants" look. Nice. Both girls were in like utter shock. Utter. <laughs> utter shock. <laughs> yep. If you could poop your pants with while simultaneously having a butthole tighter, then uh, then I'll giddy up. Mm-hmm. The shot out of there was some pressure. It was like a no. It was like it came out like a piece of like a spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> when I fart, it reminds me of smoke going through a keyhole. God damn it! This is our sound effects for the night. That was actually one of the the dog men's bellies grumbling. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. He's hungry. Shelley then realized that they haven't seen their two family dogs. They were hunting dogs. They didn't say what what breed, but they were hunting dogs. So she walked into their master bedroom and seen the dogs hiding in the corner. 
unwilling to get out of the corner. <laughs> As TJ knows, that's not a good sign. Nope. Never good when your hunting dogs are terrified beyond all. Yeah. So Giddy up. While Shelly was upstairs, Eric was downstairs and wondering, like, how am I going to fucking keep my family safe? Eric was pacing back and forth, and he was, like, trying to figure out a way he could go out and get the guns from the, the barn. After seeing how quick the creatures were, Eric realized that it wasn't fucking possible. Eric was slow because of his injury, and he could barely walk. So, Eric realized it was sort of a tall order to walk to the barn, unlock it, pull down the gun case, unlock that. <laughs> so, he's like, uh, I ain't going to make it if I do that. That's why you should never keep your fucking gun somewhere else. Bitch, you said it was unsafe to have it in the house. Bitch, you killed us. Yeah, pretty much. So, Eric had the bright idea that he might be able to make it to the truck before the creatures even notice him. The truck was like maybe five feet, ten feet away from the the dogs that were sitting on the gravel driveway. So, Eric's like, eh, I might be able to get it. I think it was about 20 feet away the front door was to the car. So Eric looked out the window and did not see the wolves sitting in the driveway anymore. Uh, hooker game's over. But Eric's like, I don't know where the fuck the creatures went. So he got up, paced back and forth, came back and looked maybe like a minute or two later. And he seen the creatures all the way back in the field in their starting place. Hmm. And so... Eric, without telling Shelly, decided to make his move. So Eric exited the house on the porch, making sure he was doing his best to do the sneaky toes routine. <laughs> Tiptoeing. <laughs> Shit, sorry. Eric kept his eyes on the creature as he was walking to the truck. The creatures hadn't noticed him yet. Eric got to the truck and, you know, like a stereotypical scene, he began to fumble with his keys. His skis? Yeah, his skis. He's like, I'm going to get my skis out here. <laughs> they can't catch me if I'm skiing. I think that's against the law to fuck with the skier around here. <laughs> so he's fumbling with his keys. The creatures still haven't noticed him. But then, at that moment, his motion-activated security light came on. He's like caught. Yeah. He damn near jumped out of his skin. And he's basically standing there with his dick in his hand and the keys on the ground. He should have brought some steaks with him. <laughs> Throw out in the yard. <laughs> Here's a good tomahawk. Good puppy. Good puppy. Here's a nice ribeye. Woo. Oh, you're vegetarian except for humans. Okay. Yeah. They only eat the plant part of humans. <laughs> <laughs> Just the stalk. <laughs> so. <laughs> Suck my stock, baby. <laughs> Eric stated he looked at, as soon as he dropped the keys he, and the light turned on, he looked over at the dogs and he stated that one stood up and looked right over his way. And they were just dry humping the fucking air. <laughs> They're sitting there like, oh yeah, daddy, I can feel it. <laughs> and then they look over and see him and one starts twiddling his nipples like, oh, it's showtime. <laughs> <laughs> The creatures, as soon as that creature stood up, then they all fucking took off after Eric. 
Now let me remind you, this dude's hobbling. Can't run. Perfect prey. So, the animals began running at him at incredible fucking speed. Eric... <laughs> they cleared 50 yards in less than a few seconds again. Eric grabbed his keys, hobbled back to the home. He got to the door, and he said as soon as he got the door and opened it, he could hear the creature stepping on to the gravel driveway. So he got in there, slammed the fucking door shut, and locked it. This is when the creatures proceeded to the house. Uh, a few of them jumped up onto the front porch and started walking around it. And they kept doing this for about, I think, five to ten minutes. And Eric was too afraid to look out the little window on the door. And he said he just sort of slunk down with his back to the door, just praying, you know, they weren't going to fucking get smart and realize these are single pane windows <laughs> and a single pane window door. After, like I said, about five to ten minutes, it got quiet. And he could, like, eventually he heard him just walk off the porch. So Eric walked over to the window, looked out the window. He seen five, the five dogs sitting there playing poker again. <laughs> they're facing the house, almost as if they're patiently waiting for their next meal to come outside, like Burton said. I fold. <laughs> when, are the, when are the snacks coming out of the house? <laughs> You said your mom was going to make them. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So Shelly called the sheriff's department, and she accidentally told too much to the sheriff's department so they wouldn't come out. Instead of telling them there was just like a person trying to break into their house, she just blurted out, there's five large creatures harassing us. <laughs> and the deputy's like, what did you just say? <laughs> and she's like, "Uh, yeah, there's some unknown creatures walking on our porch trying to get inside. And so he said, okay, make sure your doors are locked. Have a good night. <laughs> like, no, I mean. Which, that's my equivalent of basically the sheriff's department kindly telling them to fuck off. I think so. The family is now three miles away from town, unable to reach their vehicle without being mauled by a giant ass dog man creature. And they also had no help coming. All right, this is the epitome of... You know, helpless. Yeah, it's pretty bleak. I mean, maybe, or maybe the, I mean, maybe these dog creatures, you know, were just wanting to just like, they're afraid of the dark. They see the lights in the house and, you know, they might be a little socially awkward, so they don't really know how to like, you know, I don't know, maybe. They were also scared to knock on the door because they were outside forever. Yeah, yeah. They didn't come on the porch. Well, they might have came on the porch, but... Well, they definitely came on the porch. <laughs> as soon as, like, they looked out and seen the dog sitting, the family began to barricade the doors and windows of the house. Uh, they're all freaking the fuck out. And they did. it took them about 40, 50 minutes, but they had every window and every door covered with something. And while they're doing that, they would check outside to see if the dogs playing poker were there still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And they were. So maybe five to ten minutes after they were done barric barricading, the dog stood up, walked over to the porch, and started walking around the porch. Um, Eric and Shelly described it as like fucking heavy-ass footsteps. Like heavier than a full-grown man on the porch walking around. Jeez. 
and they said like the heads of the creatures were above the windows, putting them right around seven or eight foot tall. Well, when they got up there and started walking around, the animal animals began to bump the walls and doors as if they're testing to see if they could get in, you know, testing for weak points. Hmm. But they didn't test like they never said anything about like pushing the windows because all they had to do is just punch forward. <laughs> they would have broken the old farmhouse windows. Just imagine these things, you know, hearing them banging up against the walls and the doors. How fucking freaky that would be. Oh, yeah, I mean, fuck. they're going from the windows to the wall. Well, maybe the sweat's <laughs> dripping down their balls. <laughs> all them bitches crawled. Well, I mean, they, they could have been female. Uh, yeah. All skeet skeet, motherfucker. That's true. By this time, the family is freaking the fuck out. So they're like, well, fuck this. We're going to go upstairs to the master bedroom. Which is dumb. Instead of going to Chelsea's room, which only had one window, they went to the master bedroom, which had two windows on each side. And the first floor had this, like, not awning, but a roof that overhung. Because their bedrooms were on the second floor. So that roof was probably, like, three or four feet. So they could get up on the there. Window. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They barricaded the master door bedroom and, like, tried to hide. The creatures left the porch and jumped up on the, the hanging over roof. Oh, shit. And began to fucking walk around that. The windows to the rooms, as described, was they had, like, a real light but dark curtain in front of them. And they said there was no light in the bedroom, but there was moonlight on the inside. Or on the outside of the house. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so they said they could see the creatures walking past. Because of the moonlight, right? And they said the cre- uh, the wolves would come up to the wall- windows. And try to peek in. But they couldn't see anything. <laughs> so imagine seeing that shit. That would have fucking scared the fuck out of me. Nope. 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 They kept walking around maybe for about an hour to two hours up there, and the family's still freaking the fuck out. They're looking in the windows. Um, and then out of nowhere, the creatures started scratching furiously like at five different points around the upstairs. Um, they said it was almost like they're uh, burrowing into the wood. Yep. <laughs> yeah, humping that wall. Drilling. Uh, After this point, <laughs> it continued. So they made it sound like this happened like the rest of the evening, maybe like eight hours. God damn. Those wolves are fucking dumb. Uh, Those wolves don't got anything better to do, apparently. So when the sun came up, the wolves jumped off the porch and ran into the woods going, Yeah. <laughs> 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 Dragging their huge red cocks behind them. Like, well, we can't find any footprints, but we found these long cylindrical things being drugged behind them. (laughs) Like squid tentacles. Like, did they have any summer sausage with them? I think it was a a snail. Look at all this slime that's going down the middle of it. Here, let me taste it. (laughs) Oh, oh my God. (laughs) It's salty. Mm. So the family... Albo. Family waited an hour after the sun came up until they felt safe. After the sun came up, they left the, you know, after an hour, they left the house, went outside, and Eric and Chelsea and Shelly 
like were looking at things around the property, they seen on the second floor several points where you could tell like the the siding was scratched, fucking scratched up as fuck. Like they were trying to get into the house through that. There's also scratch marks around the bottom, first floor. The doors were fucking scratched up like crazy. <clears throat> um, there's also big paw prints with like giant ass claws on them around the property. Ass claws. Not to mention, like, shit piles everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And cum. And cum. Uh, so, they, didn't, they did not scoop their poop. <laughs> so, God damn it. Oh, so they also found a tuft of hair, like, on the poles, supporting support poles around the porch, and on the fence between the, the field and the driveway. So the family moved out immediately and sold the house shortly after. How did they sell? Did they just, I'm betting they didn't tell anybody that they sold it to about the uh, dog. They only moved like 20 minutes up on the other side of town. So I'd be like, I'm getting the fuck out of this state. Yeah. Where the fuck are we? Where are we? Uh, Palmyra, Maine. Maine? Yeah. So I was able to look up with their address, the, like, GIS, which, if you don't know, the GIS has, like, the history of property owners, how much taxes they pay, shit like that. It's primarily used for, like, oh, the clerk's office and shit like that. Right, Skyler? Taxes. Sure, yep. But with my job, I use that. Typically, when trying to confirm somebody lives there, but yeah, I was able to confirm that they lived there at that time period also through that. So I've had two sources now confirming that this family lived there and sold it right about the same time that they're talking about. Now, how did the five dog poker team attack? How did that affect their property value? I don't know. I don't even know if they talked about it. They probably just like. <laughs> Replace the panels or put some putty over the scratches. And, oh, oh yeah, that's just the raccoon scratching, trying to get in. That's okay. Don't worry about that. Man, well, those big-ass fucking claw marks for raccoons. Yeah. Yeah, we breed them big out here. They're big <laughs> raccoons. They're corn-fed. They're from possum gristle. Oh, yeah. Oh, big old fuckers out there. What do you guys think about that? Fucking weird. That's fucking weird. And also, I, I mean... <clears throat> Whatever they are, aren't very smart. No. I don't believe. Uh, where or they didn't actually want in. Well, what the fuck were they doing? Just trying to scare the shit? That's what it sounded like. So, yeah, you know what? I find that more terrifying than they're trying to eat them. That these dog creatures were just fucking with them. It was more like a psychological game. What did you think about the story, though, Burton? Um, I mean, it's super scary, but I get the crock of bullshit. Yeah. What about me able to confirm where, like, the family sold it around the same time? The family actually lived there? I'm not saying they didn't live there, but, I mean, anybody can say <laughs> what they want to say. It was probably fucking coyotes or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could be. I don't know. I was going to call because I was able to find her phone number, uh, Shelly's. <laughs> I was going to call. They had a house phone that's current. And also, their uh, 
her cell phone was current. And hmm. I was going to call and ask the interview, but I was like, ah, such short notice, and it's 8 o'clock at night. <laughs> I probably yeah, and they probably don't want to talk about the dog creatures that they that tried to fuck them that night. She's probably still fucking them. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, no, I don't have any contact with the dog creatures anymore. No, definitely. (laughs) Shut up. I didn't leave a a note with my my phone number in our location by the corn. (laughs) No, but they left a big pile of shit that she took with them, and that was sort of like their (laughs) how they knew to find her next time. Who's a good boy? I'll always remember them by their shit smell. So who's going next? Who's on first? I'm coming on second. I can go because I'm I'm really tired for some reason. Yeah. Long, hard, sleepy night. All right. My story is one that I've been trying to talk about. Uh, Oh, excuse me. For for a while now. Um, It's going to bring us to mine and TJ's stomping grounds just a little bit south of where I'm sitting now in a small town called Milltown. Milltown is famous. It's not really famous. Uh, (laughs) If if you're local and you say Milltown, you instantly think of the Blue River. There's a couple different canoe and kayak outfits that run through there. Um, other than that, it's kind of like a little shitty fucking crackhead town. Wait, is anymore. that right next to Fredericksburg? No. You're thinking of Millersburg. Millersburg, or, yes. Um, no, this is... Milltown is by Marengo. Okay, yeah. That wasn't too far from me. Yeah, it's full of rivers and caves. Um, so what I'm going to be talking about is known as, um, the, uh, um, Devil's Mountain... Um, cult, badass. Yes. Are they related Which, to Blue Oyster? Um, <laughs> yes, distant relatives. Don't fear the reaper. That's probably one of so, the greatest songs ever. Evil don't fear the reaper. I do love meatloaf. Because <laughs> meatloaf don't fear the reaper. Uh, anywho, we are going to be talking about some ritualistic killings um, that happened inside an old abandoned limestone quarry. Ooh. So, when you're in Milltown, if you um, if you're coming from like where T- TJ and I grew up, you come into the town of Marengo and you hang a left and you start turning down State Road um, 64. And as you're driving, you'll look off and you'll see what appears to be an old abandoned uh, quarry. And without knowing anything about it, you're just like, oh, cool, there's some old caves or whatever. Don't really think too much about it. Well, there's actually a pretty fucked up history with it. Um, When you look closer, there's a whole bunch of no trespassing signs. And uh, you will get ticketed, rain off, possibly arrested for going in there. Partly because it's... Do what? Will they beat you off for going in there? They'll beat you off with both hands. Oh, fuck! What if I only have one hand, Dick? (laughs) Yeah, then no, that'll have to work. They'll supply the other hand. Yeah, they'll give you a hand for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Oh, God, that's funny. Sorry, Barton. Uh, what are you sorry for, bitch? I interrupted. <gasps> I love you. 
Um, we interrupted and... every fucking thing you said, pretty much. Sorry. That's all right. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you Big Cocks. Big Cocks. Big Cocks um. and Little China. Mm-hmm. So for this, I'm going to basically be reading and quoting from the Devil's Mountain Cult or website, devilsmountaincult.com. Uh, this dude came down from... Where the hell did he come from? He came from... Uh, uh, he came from somewhere other than than Indiana. His mom. <laughs> he came from his mother's vagina and That's... came to visit this and then made a, a website about it because he was so passionate about it. Um, anywho, so you're driving down the highway, you see this quarry, you don't think anything about it, um, but it actually has a pretty dark history. Um, there have been three uh, separate cases of murder two of which were multiple super gruesome horrible murders and one just involved a single female um so the locals after the first murder dubbed I'm sorry, I'm sorry. there were headlights there were headlights driving down the trail behind my house and they got into the street light that's like kind of right near my fence line and it's like someone driving oh shit it's the popo whoop whoop somebody driving by on a fucking golf cart oops someone got pulled over in front of my house oh nope. snap oh no Skyler. it's a fire truck it's a fire truck Skyler. sorry sorry Skyler get down there could be bullets flying down get down get down motherfuckers <laughs> I ain't scared I ain't afraid of no ghosts uh. I ain't afraid of no hosts yes Sorry, anyway, um, back to our regularly right. scheduled broadcast. Anywho, um, so this old abandoned uh, quarry pit was dubbed Devil's Mountain by the locals, um, and it's been a pretty taboo subject for Indiana residents for a very long time. Um, the craziest part about all this is how much the media blacked out everything that happened. Um, we'll kind of talk about that here in a minute, too, but basically the local sheriff's department um, kept everything sealed tight, even with the FBI uh, having came in to help with some of it, it was never really leaked out because they couldn't find any suspects and the fact that there were links to what they thought was devil worshipping. Um, and also they didn't want to affect their only uh, tourism, which was the Blue River rental uh, canoe rental stuff, allegedly. Anyways. Hmm. Um, so, uh, myths and legends concerning the Devil's Mountain cult um, have been a source of horror writers... Um, novels, documentaries, and stuff such as Devil Worship in the USA, in the United States, or in the United Kingdom, and as far away as Australia. Um, the first documented murders at Devil Mountain was on Halloween night in 1969. Jesus, these people Holy are cliched as fuck. No, this is the most badass thing ever. Halloween, Devil's Mountain, 69. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. I love um, it. It was uh, it was some of the most uh, gruesome ever, um, probably in American history. Um, they don't publish any names or anything like that because there's still a lot of family that live around here. Um, they uh, they know that there were nine victims in all on the night of the first killing. Um, they believe that the Devil's Mountain cult is to be an offshoot of the Church of Satan, founded by Anton LaVey in California, um, and was thought to become prevalent in Milltown 
Um, after the re- release of the movie Rosemary's Baby in 1968, uh, the movie is based on the birth of the Antichrist and is thought to have renewed interest in Satan and the occult worldwide. Um, yes. Satan! Dr. Satan! Dr. Satan! <laughs> He's coming uh, for you. Uh, locals will tell you that um, the cave system is extremely haunted. Um, if you go in there, you will experience all kinds of crazy shit. You'll see demons. Your electronics will mm. fail. Apparitions, all that stuff. They, the, basically, their claim to fame is that it's not ghosts. It's not evil spirits. It's actual demons living in this motherfucker. So... If you go there and you have your camera, like, Mr. Demon, can you pop up again so I can make sure I get a real clear picture of you? Mm -hmm. I want to get a selfie. (laughs) Mr. Mr. Devil, let me get you a picture here. No, but it's pretty fucked up because, like, I remember when we were in high school, we never really heard about this, but I was always told that there were, like, um, stolen cars that were hidden inside there and shit like that, that they fucking used it for all kinds. It's been shut shut down for years. Yeah. Um. But we always heard stories about it, so we never really knew what was true and what wasn't. Um, but uh, I read where these they were talking about how, like, when they were inside the, the caves, their cameras just randomly started dying. They had all kinds of fucking crazy shit, like getting pushed and whatnot going on. Um, uh, let's see. So we had, oh, like, so- emo demons singing, singing Matchbox 20? Yes. Closing time. That's not Matchbox 20. That's the song Push. Oh. Time for you to go now. (laughs) Nope. That was a pretty good one. Uh, Oh, Jesus. uh, Oh, also with so, um, with the nine, the nine people that were murdered, we're talking like they were taken into this cave system and just like fucking tore apart pretty fucked up they probably raped their genitals and their jubilees and whatnot too do they have actual like pictures of it uh no like i said they they didn't even cover it like in the local newspapers it was like a Hmm. it was like one of those things that leaked which is kind of crazy to think that that would even be possible you think that'd be national news but Yeah. yeah here we are um the second and third killings that happened inside the quarry cave system um are now under a total media blackout. What we do know about the second incident, which happened, get this, October 23rd, 1979, so almost 10 years exactly to the day after the first killings. Um, And this one involved three children and two adults who they think were a young married couple with their kids and ran out of gas somewhere near this Devil's Mountain. Um, It involved complete dismemberment of the bodies and over 1,300 stab wounds to the head, neck, and torso on all the victims. So it's safe to assume they were dead after being, before being stabbed or midway Probably. through it? Probably. Uh, Come here, Billy. We need some stabbing practice. Mm, I'm going to stab your ass. Uh, I'm always getting stabbed. Can you stab somebody else for a little bit? Look how his hand motion's going in and out. Mm, that's Can good. you do that? That's super good stabbing. Hating. Um, in addition to human killings, local police have dragged, uh, I don't know why the hell they're going in there looking for them, but allegedly they dragged the remains of over 26 goats and numerous Ooh. cats and dogs out of the Devil Mountain cave quarry system that are believed to have been involved in satanic rituals. Huh. This information was discovered at a great risk to this feller's team of private detectives research. So 
he must have hired some private detectives to go in and do some hard-hitting research, he says here. He sent some dicks in there. Yeah, he got some dick and hairies. Yeah, we're going to give these goats proper burial. God, mm -hmm. I'm going to let Satan take them to hell. They've dubbed the uh, the area where the animal killings have taken place and the human sacrifices um, as the half-door slaughterhouse room or room 666. God, I love this story. This is so... <laughs> everything is cool. Oh, fuck. It is, what was the slaughterhouse room called again? Uh, Half Door Slaughterhouse. God, that's fucking cool. That's a new name for our, epi that's a new name for our podcast. <laughs> Half Door Slaughterhouse. <laughs> room 666. Oh, man. Um, it is located deep inside the cave quarry system and must be climbed into as it's a partial concrete block wall that huh. has to be negotiated. So this is where their equipment would not work at all. Um, the last known murder was October 27th, 1989. Again, just right at 10 years after the previous killing. Um, this time, there was only one victim. It was a woman who believed to have been a drifter, possibly a hitchhiker. Um, and he doesn't discuss the manner of her death um, because... Uh, it was with a great... Let's see. He says, quote, We cannot talk about the manner of death that was used on this victim as it was a great amount of detective work from my research team that we were able to discover this information in a telephone interview with a surviving family member of the 1989 victim. So apparently it was fucked up and so personal that they don't even want to talk about it. That's convenient. Yep. <laughs> yep. So... Yeah, there's probably... I bet there's another murder in 1999 that they're not talking about. 99? Um, I mean, yeah, anyway. Probably. Uh, anywho, he, say, he goes on to state that he will not return to the Devil's Mountain ever again um, as he's had recurring nightmares about the place and he wants to forget some of the things that he saw. Um, he will never go back there and there's just something evil about that place. I do know that um, it's... <clears throat> pretty fucking scary when you drive past it yeah um the way that it's all grown up and i don't know you guys you have to look at pictures of it but um i remember I'll... driving past it like throughout high school and i was like i'd stop there like a few times and i was like no nah, i don't have the balls for it yeah i mean i i think i would like to go in there but i'm probably more scared <clears throat> of getting the, the ticket than oh yeah that's i'm not too See, worried that's... about the, the ghost. No. it's so badass but i'll admire it from afar Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll dream about it. Oof. Yeah. There's but there's a lot of um there's a lot of different um stories when you Google it or whatever talking about it, but there's not a crap ton of info, so it leads me to believe that it's probably mainly uh local folk uh folklore myth, urban legends, because I just can't see uh murders like that being freaking contained especially uh, I it wasn't on that website but I'd read earlier where they had um, after the first one they'd actually had the FBI come in um, to help with their investigation and they couldn't link anyone to the murders and so they basically they found different things inside the cave that led them to believe it was a sacrifice type sacrificial murders and blah blah and so they they never did find anyone to link it to but I didn't do a whole crap ton of research. I don't know if you can find anything when you try to look and see if this even made any kind of headlines. But they make it sound like it was just a, 
a local thing that was kept hush hush but mm. again i wouldn't think that nine people being murdered in a fucking cave would be something that they would keep quiet oh, that's that's yeah dude we may do a whole episode on that because if i'm given a certain amount of time i might be able to dig through records and shit and actually yeah i'm at i would dig i'd go to the county records because that's <sighs> would you dig through the ditches <clears throat> and burn through the witches but I'd have a hard time slamming into the back of Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you wouldn't. You'd slam right into his back. Yeah. I, <laughs> the only thing, like, that's really convenient, and plus my issue is also LeVay and Satanist mm-hmm. aren't the type of Satanists to, like, sacrifice shit and burn shit like that. That's not yeah. their MO. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that sort of seems like it's more of satanic panic. Yeah. I would- to me, it, is, it sounds very convenient that it, it's probably scary as fuck in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck, yeah. I cave, Caves in general are a thing that I just, like, I, I don't know. I don't have much interest in being inside of them most of the time. Mm-hmm. And I, just, the people, I'm sorry, but, like, you know, people that go, like, pushing themselves through, like, holes oh, yeah. in the ground that are this big have got something wrong with them. For sure. Like, fuck that. But, it, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, can't I do love pushing this. myself. I do love pushing myself through tight holes. Uh, yeah, but not not, not granite, uh, you know, holes and gouge through the earth. I don't know, maybe. Now that I think about it. <laughs> Caden's actually going spelunking this weekend with Boy Scouts. So oh, that's, that's, <laughs> that's good. That's good. Good for him. I mean, at least he's small. I don't know. I I, uh, I freak out, dude. I can't. I can't handle it. No, I'd be claustrophobic as fuck. Like I'm not gonna lie, I'd probably see the things from the descent and try fucking one. Well, it's like I don't know. This isn't this is my story. I don't want to go into it. But have you heard of like it's stupid name for the fucking cave? It's called Nutty Putty Cave. (laughs) Yeah, it's stupid fucking name. But like some dude. I was just watching that. I I've like read about it and watched some stuff about it. It's like it's it's terrifying. I hate I hate it. Uh, you know, he tries, it's this very tight thing that comes into the, you know, you have to go through this tight passageway to get into this really, I mean, it's supposed to be really cool. Like when you get through it, but like he gets into it and then gets stuck and he gets like stuck in a position where he's kind of upside down and there's like, they're like no way to get him out. So he pretty much dies in this cave because, you know, he's being hung upside down is basically his heart gives out mm-hmm. because it's trying to pump blood out of his brain. It's fucked up. And I hate it, and I don't. I don't know who would put themselves through that kind of uh, weird shit. Did you say Nutter Butter? Huh? Nutter Butter Cave. <laughs> Did you say that? No, it's not. Nut, yeah, nutter, nutter Butter Cave. Nutter Butter. Let's cave. call Jake. Jake might know about it. <laughs> uh, it's Nutty Putty. Nutty putty. <laughs> <laughs> I just get that, Burton. That's a good one, dude. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh. Anyway, I got some Nutty Putty. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, caves are weird. So I just found the other thing I was going to talk about with it. Um, so, uh, this website, like I said, claims that the ritualistic, ritualistic murder of nine individuals in the small town was covered up by police. It was claimed due to the involvement of prominent individuals in the community. The FBI was even said to have investigated the ritual murders, but turned up nothing. And then it just kind of goes on to talk about the same shit but um 
and they claim that the cult is still in existence and it's basically hidden um, but it's been classified as an urban myth given the lack of any type of corroborating evidence. This has not, however, stopped ghost hunters and those with an interest in the paranormal from venturing to what is referred to as Devil Mountain Quarry. So basically there's nothing that actually proves that any of that shit actually happened. It's very convenient. So is it all just Um, like, I don't know, like local word of mouth kind of stuff? Probably. Like is it stuff that, you know, and then somebody wrote down on the internet? That might be an interesting weekend show, dude. I'm... Or not yeah. a weekend, but a week show. Yeah. But you get down there, all of a sudden you hear, All our times have come. <laughs> you look around, you're like, oh, Do I hear cowbell? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I need more cowbell. I can't do a Christopher Walken. Uh, <laughs> Anything else, Merton? Mm. Mm. Um, uh, no, not really. Basically, it's just a cool idea. Um, it probably more than likely is a bunch of made-up stuff that just because it's a scary abandoned place, but it's definitely one of those places that like a good horror movie could start out, and they're just like, oh, we're gonna hear it to see if we can disprove this bullshit, and then like a demon cuts their head off. So, but given all the limestone and whatnot, there's also something too that I I looked up to. It's it's called the Seven Gates of Hell, and uh, it's linked to this particular thing, but also different cave openings in Southern Indiana. Um, one of them being Marengo Cave, <laughs> and a couple other ones. And they're talking about linking all these different caves, and that allegedly there's a bridge 90 miles south of uh, Milltown, and it's the original gate, and um, that these these uh, Satanists allegedly tried to open up a gate to hell, and all this stuff, and that there's seven different cave systems that are linked to this, and they call it the Seven Gates of Hell. Mm. So, looking at this website, the only thing that concerns me is they have the picture from that we use in the rake one. I know, I noticed that too. <laughs> a picture of an animal that was mutilated from um, New Mexico. This is a New Mexico mm-hmm. state police picture that I noticed. And then for some reason there's a green goblin, but no explanation behind it. Yeah. Ah. I'm going to figure out who wrote this and try to get in contact with him because I want to tell him that he's... You, you know, finding stock image is hard sometimes. You just, it's as easy as you can. Well, I'm just curious, though, because I want to, I would reach out to him, sort of see what resources he utilized, sort of. Yeah, if yeah. he just made it all up. Yeah, because I don't. I smoked a whole lot of crystal meth, and I woke up, and the pages were written. Because that was like... balls deep in my brother. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it's like the directions and the stuff explains the area, but it's nothing. Oh. I mean, he refers to it as local police. They don't right. have local police there. They have county. Well, but, well, they have a Milltown. They do have Milltown PD. Do it's they? Like one or two officers. Yeah. 
and they have then then they have Crawford. It would have been it would have been the state police. I'm like ninety four percent sure that there's never actually been any murders, but it makes for a cool story and a cool idea. Well, and we spent a lot of our. I mean, I swam in a fucking what's it called a quarry a lot growing up. Yeah, we, yeah, we used to there at Patoka all the time. And that's private property now. It was private guy property then. Well, he bought it and built a built a house on it. Remember that fucking graveyard? Yep. We went Dude, after a lot. Remember that? Skylar, this graveyard, the the like most recent grave was like. 1902. Damn. Yeah, it was all like fucking 1800s, like late 1700s to 1900s. And it was right or, next to the quarry. Yep. And we used to go out there. See, oh, yeah. So you're swimming in like old dead guy juice? Pretty much. Yeah. Well, yeah. And you had to cross a creek. A lot of old dead motherfuckers. Remember that, mm-hmm. Burton? Yeah, it's probably. That guy's probably not alive anymore that built the house back there. He's probably... <laughs> Fuck, that was about... Oh my gosh. How many years ago? Longer I than you, I want to admit. If you build your house, I think... I think if you build your house near a graveyard and a quarry, I think you're just... You're asking for... You know, your house to be haunted. Yep. Haunted by get... quarry ghosts. Yeah, we definitely got it butt-fucked. Corrugated yeah. ghosts. Corrugated ghosts. That's all I got to say. It was my little spiel. Nice, Burton. Good job. That was a cool. That was a cool story. Yeah, Devil's Mountain. Devil's Tit Mountain. Big shiny dick mountain. (laughs) 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 Oh Jesus. Oh man, I hate caves. I hate them. Mm. I mean, they're beautiful. They're beautiful, but I hate hate them. I hate him. You hate him. I hate him. I hate him. I just hate him. Hey, we shop at the same store. Armada. (laughs) Burton, what's yours? Or not Burton, but Skyler? Yes, Burton, what's yours? (laughs) Uh, Mine's about this giant guy that lives in the swamp and he fucking protects everybody. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) I thought we would be able to get... You still haven't mentioned its name, so we're good. Oh, you mean Swamp Thing? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What's funny is my mind didn't immediately go to Swamp Thing. (laughs) You thought of Jake? Well, it went to Jake, and then it went to Shrek. (laughs) Donkey! Yeah, get down in my swamp. How funny would it have been if if my story... I sh- Damn it, I wish I would have done that. I wish I would have elaborately hinted to Swamp Thing and then just brought it out. <laughs> like, like, went and got the plot for the Swamp Thing show and just started talking about it. Oh, oh hell. Ever. You missed it next time, though. Yeah, next time. So You only get one shot. You only get one shot. What is this? Eight mile? Do not get, yeah, eight mile. Mom's spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti. Guy Fietti. Guy <laughs> <laughs> I like Cousin Eddie better. Cousin uh, Eddie. There's semen on my sweatshirt already. <laughs> Guy Fietti. <laughs> Guy Fietti. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. And so, Skyler, go. So mine is, uh, I mean, I really... I don't think I could have 
I don't think I could have sat done this in a really any spot that I wouldn't, but like I picked a bad time to sit outside in the dark because I mean, <laughs> both of your stories were creepy. And this one is one that I've heard a bunch and it like always freaks me out. Um, so mine uh, story is we're going to call the Hinter Kaifek farm murders. So um, this is going to take us to the 1920s, a farm in about central-ish rural Germany. So it's about 43 miles, about an hour of, uh, from Munich. Um, the, uh, so it's a farm called Hinterkaifeck, and it is the family farm of the Gruber family. Um, Hans? I'm, I was going to say, I don't know any relation to Hans Gruber. Um but I, yeah, I can't confirm or deny. So um, the Hans family does consist of uh, the, the elders, I guess, Andreas and uh, Kazilia. I believe it's Kazilia. Their daughter. names were easy to say, did they? Kazilia. Their, vater, their <laughs> daughter, Victoria, with a K. And uh, then her children, uh, little Kazilia, and the very young toddler, Yosef. Um, so also living in the house, uh, they had a, like an in-house maid or housekeeper or something like that. So, you know, everything's pretty normal, actually going pretty well at the Hinter Kaifek farm. Um, that is up until the roughly around the winter of 1921. Um, so about that time, their in-house maid starts to notice some like strange things kind of happening around the main house on the farm. So she's like, you know, spends a lot of time in the main house by herself while the rest of the family, the able-bodied adults in the family are, are, are tending the farm, the animals, whatever they, you know. Um, so she spends a lot of hot time alone in the farmhouse, you know, I don't know what she's doing. Might be flicking the beans, uh, but um, while she's spending time alone, she starts to notice around this time. She starts to notice these uh, these weird sounds, like tapping, and like on the walls, and not are, are in the walls. So not like somebody tapping in a room on the other side of the wall, but like tapping in the walls. And she's you know tries to f tries to figure out what they are. She gets up close. She's listening. She, she can't make any sense of these like this noise and then not after long after she starts um hearing that she starts to hear these disembodied voices and these footsteps um coming from a, a you know above her in the attic and i mean when she starts hearing these noises um it's usually at night she you know first starts hearing these noises up from the attic she alerts andreas who's i mean he's like 68 but how old is he like 63 years old so he's the 69. older 16. I was going to go 69 because, you know, obvious reasons. But anyway, we'll say mid 60s. Anyway, so he's obviously the man of the house. She alerts him to these these noises she keeps hearing in the in the attic space. And he kind of skeptically goes, OK, well, whatever. I'll go up there and check it out. So he goes up to the attic. He checks out the noise and, and there's nothing there. There's not even a sign that any, anybody's been in this attic space. And it's not like, it's a big wide open area. So there's not really any place for someone to hide. 
Um, there's no obvious no no sign that anybody's been up there, footprints, anything, you know, out of order. So he leaves and again is kind of annoyed, like I don't know what the hell you're hearing, whatever. Like, bitch, what are you hearing up here? So anyway, um, but still over the next several weeks, you know, this housekeeper keeps hearing these same noises, the tapping in the walls, these voices and these footsteps from the attic. And every time she hears them, she alerts Andreas and Andreas goes and looks and he finds nothing. And that's kind of goes on for a little bit to the point where I, she just, she can't take any more. She's completely freaked out in the house. She keeps feeling again, like she's being watched by something. She keeps hearing these noises in the attic, keeping her up at night. She's like totally convinced that the farm's haunted and basically decides that she can't spend another night in the house. So she informs the Grubers uh, that she's quitting, which was a bit of shock because she's worked for them for a while and, um, you know, wasn't anything they were really expecting. So she quits. She gets the fuck out of town. She's had enough. So, I was just a dude in the attic jerking off. <laughs> dun, 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 Clark, we hey. told you to get out of there. Quiet down up there. Drilled. Anyway, so without their maid, the Gruber's workload around the farm increases, you know, which puts a pretty great deal of stress on the family because, you know, again, now they're not only tending the farm, but they're going to tend the house, take care of little Hosef. Um, responsibilities responsibilities and shit they can't just go around jerking each other off with the cows and um so at this point it's like you're jacking them off like that's an utter dude what the fuck we don't have we don't have a cow Quit jerking yourself off and put yourself to use and go milk the cows. You run we have a jerk something off. We have a bull. <laughs> we don't have a cow. <laughs> uh, okay. So, mm. now at the point of time where the maid left, not no one in the no one else in the family, no one else in the house has heard these noises. No one else has even mentioned you know hear anything or anything off so which is odd like why it would just present itself to this housekeeper but now after a few weeks after the maid had left andreas reportedly did start to hear some like these strange kind of unexplainable noises around the house the tapping and the started with the tapping in the walls and then the voices and footsteps coming from the attic <laughs> And, you know, he would check, he would look, he would find nothing. And then finally, you know, finally, he's starting to get paranoid. He's starting to get weirded out. And and, all, and now the, the rest of the family is starting to notice kind of these strange things that are happening, you know, kind of around the house. And, you know, noticing the noises and this and that. And kind of over the next six months, things get just weirder and weirder and weirder. So we're talking right now, we're, we're you know, beginning of this we're talking kind of beginning of the winter of 1921 so then over this next six months or so um you know things start moving around the house they start you know misplaced things are getting misplaced or lost um someone or something like 
visit like it was visible they could see visibly that something someone or something tried to like um slash its way into their like tool shed Jesus. there's these big gouges in the metal uh <laughs> in the lock um must be the werewolves yeah <laughs> it's it'll all be these fucking five dog poker playing dog <laughs> the german the german werewolf is very superior oh uh, yeah, so soldiers. We don't play poker, we play cribbage. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't know what cribbage is. But We're only a few we years from hating the Jewish people. I mean, it's we 21. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Uh, so, it may be German dogmen, it may be, you know, I don't know. But something's trying to claw its way into the thing. And it's it's weird to Andreas because it's like they're in rural Germany. It's They're not, they're not around anything, so how they didn't hear someone uh, very like obviously very violently trying to break into this metal like door is kind of strange that they didn't hear it no i just trying to think 1921 that was like uh when the weimar republic like the like what's it called mass like the super inflation or whatever the fuck they call it yep the one known a rider <laughs> republic and uh people were trading like that was like a hard time because Germany yeah. had lost the World War. Yeah, this is post World War. Yeah, and they threw all that debt from like yeah. the Germans and the Kaiser fucked up onto the yeah. Germans. And which you know, yeah, and I don't know much about the economic at this point. Like the Grubers being farmers and stuff, I, I think they were doing fairly well off for themselves. Um, I think I don't know exactly the financial status of them, but I mean, they. So they continue, they did have a maid. They did. Um, at this point, they didn't. At this point, they still hadn't found a maid. So, um, trying to break in the shed. Stuff's moving around the house. Uh, the, one night, the uh, the oldest granddaughter, um, little uh, little uh, Kazelia, uh, just like disappears. They can't find her. And, and at this point, the the the, the house like the family's freaked out the family is like on edge they don't know what the fuck's going on around their house um and now they're you know now one of the kids goes missing so they're, they're fuck freaking out they're looking all over the house they're looking out finally they find her outside she didn't have any reason why she's out there she doesn't know how she got out there she's just outside so you know just adding to the strangeness adding to the like anxiety that keeps building with this family and 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 uh, you know in this rural farmhouse um around the same time that uh that the ch you know the little girl disappeared they come back in they find this newspaper in the house and it's a, like a newspaper like for out of munich that no one in the area would subscribe to no one in the house would have bought there's no reason why it's here they find this weird paper it's on the middle of the kitchen table just out in the open um and then a set of their house keys vanishes so this is like i mean all this stuff's happening and it's just it's just they don't know what to think of it so finally we're getting into mid-march uh, uh, 1922 and they were andreas wakes up that night they had a pretty substantial snowstorm he goes to the door and notices there's from the tree line, which is a few hundred yards away, the set of footprints coming from the tree line straight to the door. And 
and that's it. There's no tracks going anywhere else. They come straight to the door. That's it. So, you know, his first thought is there's someone in the house. There's no, the only thing he could be is in this house. So he tears through the house. He looks in the attic. He looks in every room, finds nothing. You know, he, he looks at all the other exit points that they could have windows, any other doors. There's no footprints, anything else. And this fresh laid snow that, that indicates that anybody came up to that house from the tree line and then departed. So Jesus. his mind is there's somebody here. They look in all the barns, all the outbuildings, anything they could, they find nothing. So they trail back to the tracks. They go back to the tree line. And it's almost as if the tracks just sort of pick up out of nowhere. So they can't follow them past a certain point. It's fucking weird. Just like it's someone just dropped out of nowhere. Predator. Yeah, they might be a predator. Predator wearing <laughs> boots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, the... The best boots I could find in the German market. Uh, these German boots are so nice. They feel great on my predator feet. <laughs> He's got a sassy little voice to him, too, I think. Uh, <laughs> you have the best stereotypical like German voice ever. I don't know. Maybe. It's so it's good because it's so terrible. It makes uh, me so happy, though. <laughs> That's the real reason why I wanted to pick something out of Germany because I can oh. dust off the old, mm. you know, the old sausage stuffer, the old, the old sausage machine. <laughs> oh man! So, yeah, at this at this point, they're, 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 we're at a boiling point in this house. Mm. They're fucking terrified that there's someone here. So Andrea's kind of at a loss for what to do, goes and visits one of his neighbors. Now, they're not close by any means. Again, we're talking like two to three hundred yards from from their house, from their property to the, to the neighbors. So he goes and, and chats with them. He's just like telling them everything he saw. Our maid quit. We're hearing these fucking noises. Things are moving around the house. We've lost keys, these footprints. I don't know what to do. And he kind of starts feeling stupid, you know, when he's saying it out loud kind of to somebody else and he maybe starts to second guess himself is maybe he's just kind of, maybe he's overblowing some stuff. Maybe there's <clears throat> an explanation to it all. That's not anything menacing or dangerous, whatever. And his neighbor's like, well, that's, you know, weird. I have some extra rifles. You want to take <laughs> some guns with you to protect your family? And Andreas is like, no, I'll just, you know, I think I'm overblowing it. I'm not going to do it. So he doesn't take the guns i would take the mausers for sure i mean something i think he's fucking stupid for staying there you know all these things that's happened oh no there's obviously something going wrong get the fuck out of there dude yeah so and not much longer after this so this is like mid-march when this is happening with the footprints and there's not much that that I mean, I'm sure weird shit's still happening, but we're going to fast forward to March 31st. Um, started out very promising, honestly, for the Grubers. They'd found a new live-in maid. And, you know, things seemed like they were going to, you know, going well. They got someone to tend house, and they can tend the farm, and, and things would be good. However, the course of that evening, night, uh, exactly when is not positive. So it's it's any time between that, that like, March 31st into the 1st of April, um, something lured 
Andreas, his wife, each one at a time, lured Andreas, his wife, their daughter Victoria, and their oldest granddaughter into the barn. And once inside the barn, they were struck from behind by something called a, a, um, a maylock, some kind of hand tool that's like a cross between an axe and, a, and like a pickaxe or something like that. A matlock. Maylock. Um, struck in the back of the head. So like one of them comes in, gets hit, whatever it is, takes them, drags them to the far end of the barn, up against the wall, covers them in hay. Then the next one comes in, the same thing. The next one comes in, the same thing. Oh, God. And uh, the last one in the barn was the youngest, or was the oldest granddaughter, and she's hit. And, I mean, it's just, like, I mean, they're, and, 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 like, brutal, too. Like, their faces are just, like, pummeled with this implement. And the youngest... Dude, I the, the, it up. It's fucking... I yeah. look that tool up, it's fucking... Yeah. It's, like what you it's, imagine... It's used for carrying. digging, and it's used for digging and cutting. Like, it's it's it was probably some... It probably wasn't fun to get hit with. No. They even think that the daughter didn't... Or the granddaughter didn't die right away. She, like... they When they found her, she had, like, clumps of her own hair in her, in her hands. Like, she was, like... I don't know. Just... I'm, I, probably some still half alive, obviously mortally wounded, but like laying there with her dead mom and her dead grandparents in this <laughs> barn, like covered in hay. She looked at the guy. She's like, "Yeah, man, that sort of hurt." Yeah, man, that's kind of harsh, dude. I'm getting uh, sort of woozy here. <laughs> so after that, after dealing with the four family members in the barn, whomever, whatever is doing this, then goes into the house. <laughs> where the maid is sleeping, where two-year-old Yosef is sleeping in his crib and proceeds to bludgeon them to death um, with the matlock. And you would think that's the worst of it. So this happened, uh, this this ended on April 1st. Um, over that weekend, there was some concern because the Gruber family didn't show up to you know, the kid didn't show up to school. They didn't show up to church. So people are starting to kind of wonder, but also they're not so concerned because they go by the house and they see smoke coming from the chimney and the lights are on. Somebody's like tending and feeding the animals uh, on the farm. So they don't think anything of it. But over this course of like four days from April 1st, May, May 31st, April 1st to April 4th, whoever did this was living in their house he was like i said he was tending their animals milking the cows just <laughs> jerking them off real hard uh lighting fires playing with their dog um and uh eating their food sleeping in their beds for four days until roughly around i think the third there's a repairman that came onto the property to fix something and, you know, he thought it was kind of weird that all the doors were locked and lights were on. He was trying to get a hold of somebody and no one come to the door, but he could hear the dog inside barking. So he like, well, whatever, I'm going to go do my repairs. Then he comes back and he notices that the dog that was obviously inside at some point is now outside chained up. So he's like, okay, so someone's here. I'm going to go knock on the door again. No one answers. So eventually he leaves. He actually goes to the neighbors 
and says, hey, you know, I went and did these repairs. It's kind of weird. I can't get a hold of anybody. Just want to let you know. Just let them know that I was here. And the neighbor who had heard this story from Andreas, you know, was like, okay, that's kind of strange. But, you know, still see, you see smoke at the house and it seems like somebody's been there. So eventually they go over. He goes over with, I think, his kids. And that's where they find the bodies in the, in the barn, in the house. And they call the authorities. like a fucked up story of goldilocks (laughs) it's a very fucked up story of goldilocks like what the fuck what the fuck what like who so i'm a very demented man so i imagine like hearing like a german music coming from the barn (laughs) and a guy in there with like come get your what do they call beer half half weizen or whatever get your get your give you yeah, Hefeweizen. Get your Hefeweizen and bratwurst in here. <laughs> oh, a bratwurst. I love bratwurst. Boom. One guy's like, hey, honey, I'm going to get me a bratwurst. Oh, they set up shop in our barn. <laughs> they got okay. beer, too. I could smell it and hear I'll the music. Out. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, that would make some sense. They have no idea. Like, that's the thing. Is like, they were all lured in, and none of them knew what was happening until it had already happened. They, They, you know. It was like a German uh, Pennywise. Yeah, <laughs> something like it's got like it almost like I don't know. So then there's some weird. Out, they never found anybody. No, so like, you know, they call the authorities and like, you know, police from Munich come in and they interview like a hundred people. They have theories first. They think, oh, it's it's uh, it's the neighbor because at some point the neighbor and Victoria had kind of a thing going on. And there's some speculation that Yosef uh, might have been fathered by either the neighbor or get this <laughs> potentially. I guess a theory. I guess at some point in like the like around 1915, uh, Andreas and Victoria got uh, punished like legal punishment because they were you know, canoodling, so mm. they were having this incestuous relationship with each other. Yeah, nice. which apparently may or may not have still been going on. There's a lot of weird shit potentially happening, uh, you know, and sidebars of this this story. So they're they're thinking that it was the neighbor because the neighbor wanted to marry Victoria, but Andreas basically put the kibosh on all that. Um. So, but I mean, again, this person that did it was living in the house and was tending the farm, and Andreas has his own, or the neighbor has his own farm to deal with and his own family, so you would think that they would have noticed him missing for like three or four days, potentially. So that, I think that he kind of had an alibi, and that kind of got nixed as far as an idea, and then there was the thought that it could have been a Victoria's husband, who <clears throat> was reportedly killed in action in World War One, that perhaps didn't die, but came back, and discovered that his wife was obviously because of Yosef was fucking other dudes and that he came back and brutally killed, you know, the Gruber family. Um, but that was, I think pretty much cast out because they're, you know, they interviewed people that he was in the army with and they're like, Nope, we saw his body. He was dead. <laughs> so, totally dead. Unless he came back like Jason Voorhees, like, and maybe that was it. He was the original German Jason. I thought of uh, maybe it was the guy from Jeepers Creepers. Yeah. The Creeper. Maybe. The Creeper. Meet the Creeper. 
I was going to say I watched the second one the other day again. I like the second one. There's a new one coming out. The third one sucks. I've heard that, yeah. The first one was awesome. I don't know if I've seen the second one, but... It's pretty good. It's better than the third one. Anyways, that yeah. was cool, Skylar. That was crazy. Yeah. That's, that's, that's like... I hate it because it terrifies me, but it's like one of the, my favorite like scary stories that like because it's like you know I'm not, I mean what I don't know they could be vagrants or vagabonds or men of ill repute the <laughs> was some of the ideas that what it could be but like I don't know what, what what my thought was originally was like it was that first maid yeah that's what I bet or something to do with the first maid because the first maid hears all the noises but no one else does and then she leaves and then now all of a sudden things start shifting into gear and they you know the rest of the family starts noticing this weird shit but she i don't probably, know she probably got caught flicking her bane yeah <laughs> or or andreas and victoria the the noises they were hearing in the attic were them plowing mm-hmm. making another little house <laughs> and uh you know, somebody didn't like it, so they got him with the matlock. Plant and somebody seed. Somebody come get her. Hi. So this was our first attempt. We're planning on doing this again during our, uh... oh shit, what was it they called that room? <laughs> the room in the Devil's Mountain. Yeah. Oh, um, the half-door slaughter, slaughterhouse. So, we're going to do a month called the Half Door Slaughterhouse Month. Two <laughs> nice. months. I like it. And we're going to try to do this once or twice during then, you know. Each time we bring a different story, hopefully it'll be shorter. We can condense it somewhat. I blame myself for that. Why? Mine was long. Oh, it's all right. Was mine very long? I don't know. I tried to, like, long and hard and thick. Well, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of fucking shit we can cut out. So, so long and hard. Yeah, we're going to do this again, and we're actually going to move up our uh, half-door... Say it again, Burton. Half-door slaughterhouse. Half-door cum-house. Coming a a half-a-whore slaughterhouse. Yeah. Room 666. Dr. Satan! Dr. Satan! Where will you be sleeping? But no, uh, like I said, we're going to do probably two more type, two more things of these during our half-door slaughterhouse season. So hopefully we can top these. No. Mm. I, Burton, I like the yours, too. Yeah. Even I, wish it was, I wish it was more accurate. Dude, I was looking up. I couldn't find the author of the website. Like, the guy didn't actually give any info whatsoever. No. And like, I don't, there's nothing about it. I'm more than likely. To me, I, it's to me, it's more like a camp story. Yeah, which is fine. I mean, that's great. I, that's what these kind of are. I think I don't. I don't think they have to be factually. But I mean, fuck. I, I. I don't know. From what I gathered, a lot. I mean, there wasn't any like true. Like, there's no re- reputable accounts of the uh, the uh, the Hinter Kaifek story. Hinter Kaifek. Next time, I'll turn the lights off and put a flashlight in front of my face. The leprechaun. Thanks for listening. Please follow us on the Facebook. 
Yes, thank you. Please check out. It, I think it's pronounced Instagram. <laughs> we're on all the social medias and whatnot. We're on about all of them. Talkies. We're also on the YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I haven't put out a new video here recently, but but there's other videos you can watch. Yeah, watch those. But please like us, share us with your weird neighbor, share us with your weird dog, your grandma, your grandma. If you want to put us on play right next to your balls, that's two <clears throat> listeners. If you come across a group of dogmen playing cards, they might want something to listen to. Bring them some snacks. If you're hiding in an attic right now, attempting to figure out how you're going to murder an entire family, put on the podcast. Listen to it. Fuck. I wonder if anybody's hiding in my attic. I always worry about that a little bit. I hate. Well, my attic sucks. Uh, good luck. That's if not a cold chill, so that's there. not good. Or somebody waiting in one of my rooms. If you have any questions, comments, or you just want to say Burton's a fucking asshole, email us at lunchbellboys at gmail.com. Not the Lunch Pail Boys, just Lunch Pail Boys. I keep wanting to say the Lunch Pail Boys. We're not the Lunch Pail Boys. We are just the. We are just Lunch Pail Boys. And also, pray for Jake tonight because he's doing his first anal scene as Bigfoot. <laughs> he was real nervous. We told him he had to actually put the lube inside your butthole, and it felt like a greasy hot dog going up. Oh. Uh. So let's I think we loosened them up pretty good. I wish he was on here to tell his story about the Mammoth Cave. <laughs> oh, man. But, oh, yeah, no. was... More caves. Thanks, guys. We love Goodbye. Bye. Grandmother. Grandma. Grandma. Oh, I'm that's trying weird. to masturbate. Grandma? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs>